0: so another episode of just jody's chatting in this season we're obviously looking at entrepreneurship and today i've got the one and only gareth duncan welcome mate
1: hey jody how are you
0: good man Gareth, interesting story and I just want to say upfront that you are a friend and I'm not going to be biased in this conversation, (laughs) but um, you're a qualified journalist, but um, for the last couple of years you've been a budding entrepreneur. Why did you make the move? Well, um,
1: I got into sports journalism in 2009 um, as a journalism student. I think we did the same course. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it thoroughly though, got to travel the world, saw live matches, saw what happened behind the scenes, got to rub shoulders with the stars, but um, I had big ambitions than the role had for me at the time. I realized um, what I could be doing outside of the field and that was through the journey of entrepreneurship. So young and naive, I thought I knew what I was doing, so I jumped into it head first, not realizing all the curved rows and uphill battles, etc., etc., but... Uh, looking back now, eight years, I don't regret it at all. I learned a lot along the way, but um, it's definitely my calling and I'm, I'm very
0: happy that I made the decision back then. Let's talk about your journey as entrepreneur and you started off with a publication called Cape Town lately and since then, a few other things. Mm. Take us through your journey the last eight years since you made the move from journalism to entrepreneurship. So I
1: guess when quitting the most natural reaction is to go into something that you know, coming from media, I thought the natural progression would be starting my own media platform. And Cape Town lately was my baby, um, started um, as an online magazine, literally a page turn on on online. And that went okay for the first six months. I made money, covered my expenses, et cetera, et cetera. But after month six, that's when it was a bit of of a shaky project. Um, I think people wanted to do something different and I had to adapt to the market. So there were various circumstances that fell into my lap after the six months Sixth, I realized I needed to do convert it from an online magazine to a website because a website allows more reads, it's more mobile friendly, and that was a big adaption for me. But also I realized people wanted my marketing skills, my media and marketing skills. Mm. And that's when I landed my first big client was six months after starting my own venture. And some of the other projects since then? well there's a, a long list i see myself a bit of a serial entrepreneur uh look at gd industries is my brand and brand strategy business i help build small businesses and i work on various creative projects as a brand builder that's been in place since i started out um i started gd suits in 2016 uh, completely off uh, my skills and expertise but after a trip to thailand i had my first suit tailored and i wanted to bring that experience back home and i realized yeah, in south africa a tailor suit is either very expensive and over the top or very cheap and not good quality so i started a business eating the sweet spot in the middle good great quality suits at affordable prices and that's been growing nicely since
0: 2016. Let's um me- yeah no i said let's dance the GD suits for a moment uh, how do you spot the gap in the market so you said it starts with a trip to thailand um, but, you know, I go into a shop, I buy a suit, and I don't think about the business opportunities. How do you spot the various yeah. business opportunities? Look, sometimes it's serendipity, other times it's
1: vision and, and spotting the gap. Uh, when I went to Thailand, uh, it was just ironic that the guy was based on my hotel corner. Every time I walked out, and tried to lure me in every day and been <laughs> for 14 days. Mm. On day five and six, he eventually got me in, and I got to embrace the experience, choosing the material, having the apartment measured for me, having it cut for me and then putting it on and realizing, hey, this fits perfectly. And that was a big difference from picking something off the rack that was genetically made. And um, that difference in fitting and feeling just, just boosts one's confidence and just adds to the overall experience. And I realized I didn't grow up with that sort of experiences. And I wanted to share that with many or more of my peers. So I came back and when I did my research, I realized this was the circumstances very imbalanced and uh, I realized, you know, even though I don't come from a fashion background, I'm determined to try to make this into a fashion a project at first. I'm going to see what I could do within my limitations and knocking down doors, finding the right suppliers, finding the fabric suppliers. It took me about nine mm. months until mm. it became formal. And, mm. um, yeah, from there um, I used to take the notes. It was very difficult. It, it sounds very easy, but it was very, very difficult because yeah. I didn't know much from a fashion background, and I had to learn a lot and research a lot. But we live, we live in this wonderful age of internet and social media, where you can teach yourself and um, get the necessary information to turn uh, an idea into a reality. So after nine months i managed to do that and it it sounds also quick turnaround time but it was forever (laughs) um yeah especially when you mm-hmm. get those rejections and then and the yeah. negative experience i lost a lot of money along the way as well mm-hmm. um, investing into the wrong people but eventually you find the right people to work with eventually mm-hmm. you find the right opportunity and i turned that into a, a small business and it's grown very very well since then i'm very proud that it's a well-known brand in Cape town and i'm doing 30 to 40 suits a month which is great even in the tough economic time so yeah very happy with that result
0: cool man one of the things that i when i speak to entrepreneurs um, and to people in general is the risk involved and a lot of people they're afraid to take that risk they'll rather work the menial nine to five job and not pursue their dreams or take the opportunities that are there Uh, in terms of risk for you as an entrepreneur what would you say to somebody that says i've got an idea but i'm a bit too scared and what were some of the risks you had to take if you need motivating and you ask it then maybe it's not the right time to do it because the reality
1: is it is a risky move there's no guarantee of success there's no safety net of a salary or a backup plan you've got to push your all into it in terms of making the opportunity viable for you although in this day and age as well there is an opportunity to slowly grow it so you don't have to take on the full risk. but then comes with the reality of um being good at time management so when you focus on your full-time job and then working after hours so are you willing to sacrifice personal time sleeping time etc so those are the two options that you have and I will always kind of recommend the best suitable uh, solution to you because you can't really put a blank statement on, uh, onto it. it it really depends on the person I was just brave and naive to jump into it full of confidence not really knowing what was really expected on the other side. I was just excited to get my hands uh, dirty and, and built from there. Not everybody's like that. Uh, other people have responsibilities. They have uh, expenses to cover, um, you know, that sort of commitment. So sometimes you got to take the slower route. But at the end of the day, both routes are um, good for you. It just depends on what suits you best.
0: Your advice, um, South Africa is looking at unemployment of what, 40% plus? They aren't really really opportunities for young people anymore. Um, But on the other hand, also people are afraid to take that leap into entrepreneurship. What would your advice be to somebody in Madrid, somebody who is maybe finishing a varsity degree and, you know, job security is not a given. Um, How should they juggle this entrepreneurship thing? Yeah,
1: look in life what people need to understand if you have a a set goal for yourself whatever that may be you have ample opportunity to to go fetch it and make it a reality so if you want to start a business and you dedicate your life and sacrifice everything around it to make it happen you can make it happen it all depends on your effort your mindset etc etc so in these times where it is tough where you are struggling to find a job like why not dedicate that time to kind of explore your options um, there's a lot of gaps in the south african economy we like to look towards america and europe for uh, examples and success stories etc but that community and that part of the world is totally different to what we have in south africa we probably 10 to 20 years behind them in terms of development and innovation so there's plenty of opportunity to kind of spot the gap here in south africa if i can make it in tailored suits coming from a media background. That should kind of give you some sort of insight in what is possible in South Africa. Um, I can look at the retail, I can look at fashion, I can look at um, the medical field, um, supply chains, courier services. There's so much ample opportunity from a small scale that can grow bigger eventually. And also what I need to emphasize, you don't have to have a million Rand idea. You just have to make enough to survive and grow from there. Mm -hmm. Um, We like to deem financial rewards as a measurement of success, but that's not the case. Mm -hmm. If you are able to turn an idea or passion, more so passion into a reality that you can focus your life on, that's Mm -hmm. already a big win and go, growing from there, everything else is a bonus. So I think we really need to transform our mentality towards entrepreneurship. I know this, we're going through a phase now where we see the Facebooks of Mark Zuckerberg of the world, the um, busts of the world, making billions of dollars. It's not a reflection on entrepreneurship. There's a lot of small businesses in Cape Town, Johannesburg, Durban, that are doing very well. It's just a case of understanding the reality of what that return is. Mm-hmm. So. I I say start with the the low-hanging fruit, start small and be proud enough and brave enough to grow from there. That would be my advice.
0: Gareth, you spoke about time management earlier. Um, You've obviously got a lot of things going on of GD suits being one of them and GD industries and all that. Now you've got a youngster uh, with an idea. How do they pursue that without getting lost? Um, How do they keep focus on that one idea? how do you do it and manage your time yeah
1: time, time management is something i struggle with day to day even seven to eight years after the fact however when i started out i didn't have my focus across eight seven projects i had started with one then i started with two and gradually grew from there but every person is different you can't really say do it or don't do it. It all depends on your circumstance. What I'm trying to build for myself is everything is relation to each other. One one part benefits the other. So it's a nice machine that I'm building and various cogs that's turning. However, you need to look at yourself. If you struggle to focus uh, across the board on various projects, then stick to one or two and start gradually from there. But if you feel confident enough to kind of spread your wings and see what you can get into, then I mean, taste and experience because Things change month to month in entrepreneurship. It's not a case of I'm doing this now. I'm going to stay here for two years and see what happens next. It's it's really a week to week, a month to month. And those open the more experience you get, the more networks you build, the more um, you collaborate, etc. And that's that's something that's very exciting. But you gotta kind of review the situation objectively and make the best decision for yourself in that regard.
0: Two more questions from my side. Um setbacks obviously a reality for any entrepreneur today and you've had your experiences where you maybe teamed up with the wrong people or made a wrong investment yeah so i've got this idea i'm going for it and then i have a setback how do i deal with it how do i as an entrepreneur bounce back
1: let's let's give a bit of a reflection to what those setbacks could be it's definitely meeting the wrong partner who could deceive you or steal money behind your back so definitely have all the right paperwork in place to ensure the partnership is legit and you or both parties or various parties are, are involved are taken care of um in terms of finances make sure that you find your you budget accordingly there's so much people or projects that i'm aware of that over invest or waste money on the wrong things etc so i have a bit of a short-term financial forecast where you know where you want your money to go into in terms of growth and reinvestment into the project um, other setbacks are just basically um, not meeting the goals and requirements to grow the project but then you need to be adaptable so always learn through the market. the market is the defining factor in any sort of business it doesn't matter what you know or who you are it If the market's not buying, then there's a problem with your project. So always be willing to adapt. Be versatile, be diverse, and be honest with yourself. Some people some people are very stubborn and are, you know, they push through, push through, push through, despite getting bad results. So always be open to change and adapting to the situation at that.
0: Okay, cool, man. Good advice. Um, and then you know, entrepreneurship is such a wide spectrum or term you've got your youngsters with ideas, you've got more established people, maybe older people who lost their mm. jobs and are now considering doing their own thing. What would your advice be to any budding entrepreneur who's got an idea, but they don't know what the next step should be?
1: It's basically know what you want to do and having the perseverance to execute it. So I I love seeing over the last year, or despite the, the hardships and the loss, et cetera, I've loved seeing, general people trying their hand and entrepreneurship and starting this small business or informal business. It's been very exciting to see some people making a big success of it, and some people learning really through the difficult challenges, etc. cetera. Um, entrepreneurship and starting a business is a long-term experience. You, it's, there's a lot of excitement that comes with launching and announcing that you're doing something, but the true challenge is the longevity of it there's a lot that you need to get over the honeymoon phase of starting and not get too turned up into getting support from friends and family it's all about taking the product to the market preparing yourself uh, making sure the product is great or the service is great and then attracting the, the, uh, the demand from the market the market is the in factor, as i said earlier and if you can get the market buying from you then you have to something good
0: I also think uh, an important lesson that I've learned and uh, from other people is to make sure that you are legally compliant, tax compliant, and all that stuff that uh, yes. entrepreneurs don't usually think about. Fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. I only registered my
1: business formally two years after quitting my job. <laughs> I had no idea I needed to register my business with CIPC. I had no idea I needed the tax clearance certificate. only when those opportunities came my way, when I needed that formality, that I actually had to jump and get an accountant, get everything done. So definitely get an accounting as early as possible it doesn't matter if you're not earning anything mm-hmm. but having those formal structures in place will help you in the long term also developing the right financial habits yes Show totally you the amount of money i wasted and overspent <laughs> on the wrong things early on all those things we added living room um i look back and i i, I sometimes regret it, but look it's part of life lessons mm-hmm. with school fees i call it um the burn of the money that we had early on but now I'm in a much better position seven eight years later I know what I've done wrong and I've learned from that so it's never a mistake or a failure it's a lesson and as long as you can learn from it you'll always yeah. be in a
0: better place final question um back to you man GD Industries GD Suits what's next for Garrett Duncan yeah. what uh what does the yeah, future so- hold for Garrett Duncan
1: so GD Industries is going very well, I've got a good list of clients that I'm servicing on a monthly basis, growing their brands, it's really, uh, that's the sort of business that excites me, uh, being able to help build my clients and get them to the goals they want to achieve. GD Suits is on a nice trajectory, it's building quite nicely, uh, 30 to 40 suits a month, and that's what I'm happy with at the moment. But that's now translated into a new fashion app that I'm developing called Tailored. It's taken a bit of time due to COVID, but I'm quite excited to bring it to market and then From there, I got to sign on a new production partner in terms of um, this exciting new idea where um, the phone will be the medium of the transactions, which I'm quite excited about and exploring. Then I've gotten myself into the craft, uh, craft beer business Uh, that just happened. Uh, Through Chance, a good client of mine, uh, he's heavy into brewing and he loves his beers and he he opened the door for me to help with the marketing side of the business and I've become a partner there, which is quite exciting. And then there's a few other exciting projects that i have just started now this year and we'll see how it goes my my whole aim is i don't mind juggling 20 to 30 balls in the air and if three or four fall that's that's fine i've least tried or I've got experience from it which will help me in in in, in the future or in, with future projects mm-hmm. i'm just excited for three or four of them to really Build the strong foundation and growth from there. Um, like I said, entrepreneurship is not a short term thing, it's a long term thing. And I'm making my necessary investments, whether it's through, through me or just my services, to grow
0: business. And I'm quite excited to see where, where it will go. Great, man. I can still chat to you for hours, but I know you're a busy guy. <laughs> All I want to say is good luck. And I'm really proud of the things that you're doing and keep up the good work. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate your time and
1: all the best for you. I know you're you involved in quite a few things yourself. So all the best there and hopefully our, our paths will cross uh, on a drop in your Cool,
0: man. Thanks.